This is episode two. Welcome back. This is episode two of Unpack with Jack. And today we will be talking about the Calgary Flames key statistics. And there will be three topics. And the three topics are their penalty kill, their um, Johnny Gaudreau and Mark Markstrom, and how they'll probably produce in the next season. Now, let's start with... Jacob Markstrom. Now, ever since I re- uh, realized that we signed him to six years, I was pretty happy because uh, I he got did pretty well in the 2019 season with a .918 save percentage in 43 games and um, two points, like 20 goals against average, and that was better than Riddick. And but. And ever since we signed him to six years, um, I think it'll be pretty. I think it'll be pretty. I think he'll be a. Re- I think he's a really good um, addition to the team. Now let's start. The wor- thing I'm worried about is his. Can he handle six years? Uh, I think he probably can handle around two or three years. I think that could be easy for him. Obviously, I mean. He's a good goalie, and I think he has a lot of potential. And he's only 30, so by the time the contract's over, he, he might be out of his prime. So probably two or three years will be very good. <laughs> I think he'll be good in those two, three years. I'm just uh, another thing about the six years is what the thing about the six years is. Yes, he can. He'll probably be able to handle two or three years, but I, I think he'll probably, if he out, if we outplay him, I'm worried he'll get a groin injury and be out, and I don't want that to happen. So, that's uh, that's a that's a, another thing about six years because I really don't want to outplay him, because usually when you outplay a goalie, they either get hurt like a groin injury or just getting hurt in general and I don't want that to happen because he's a good goalie and I want him to lead the team to the playoffs next season. Let's and now let's talk about his save percentage. I point nine eighteen in forty three games isn't bad. I mean that's kind of an average goalie. I'm just wondering how he can, how if it it can improve or not, because he he in the playoffs he did very well. Uh, in my opinion, he led the Canucks past the Blues, and the Blues were the Stanley Cup defenders. They mm. and they beat them pretty well in uh, five games in the playoffs, and he had a very good saves percentage there. So I really hope he can carry that um, playing ability and use it into the next season because then that will really help the Flames. And if that can't, and if he can carry that, then if he can carry that playing ability, then that will really help the Flames goals against per game, which wasn't very good. It was at about they were 18th in the league with I think like 3.06 game goals per game, and that was and that I think that was 18th in the league. And I 
if Markstrom can, if Markstrom's good enough, I think he will try to improve that. <sighs> yeah, 3.06. I'm really, I'm really happy that we signed him to six years. I'm just worried about the six years. No, I don't want to outplay him, and he'll probably get a groin injury, and that won't work out so well at all. Okay, um, I think that's, oh, wait, no, I forgot, there's one more target. I th another reason why I'm really happy that we signed him is I'm not against Riddick at all. He's a good goalie, and he's only 27th, and I... And he's only 27, and I think he has a lot of potential. But Markstrom does have more experience experience in hockey in the NHL, and I find him a little better than Riddick. And so Riddick had pretty much the same stats, but he had a .907 save percentage and a and a um point and a goals against average of two. Like, thirty, like two, two twenty, same thing. So um, and but he, that's average. That's just like Markstrom. It's pretty average. But the goals per game, um, three point oh six, eighteenth in the league, not the greatest. So if Markstrom can really improve that, that'll be very helpful for them this season. Okay, let's move on to the next topic, which is Johnny. Gaudreau, um, last year he got a, well, he didn't do so well. Well, he did well, but, I mean, well, sort of. He only, he did get a career low of, he did get a career low of 58 points in 70 games, which is not really him. And 2018-29, that's a very big drop from the 2018-19 season where he got 90, 99 points and tied. He was sixth in the league with points tied with Nathan McKinnon, and so going from 99 points to 58 is a big change. But I mean, the he only played 70 games and they stopped the season early. I feel like that could have affected it. But um, even if he did play the extra 12 games, it would still probably be like around the 60, 60 points. And, and it's also, uh, and from the 2018-19 season to the 2019-2020 season, there was also a big drop to his shooting percentage. 2018-19 season, I just, that was my, out of all the Flames games and Flames years I've watched and commentated on and heard about and just listened to, I have, I... The 2018-19 season always grabbed my attention, and Johnny Gaudreau was a huge part of that. See, and w a big part of that topic of Johnny Gaudreau was his shooting percentage. He had a 12.09 shooting percentage on the net, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good, and going from that to 8.06, I think it's 8.06, to 12 points 12 shooting percentage to um eight isn't um the great isn't uh the best change you want to see so 
a career high in points to a career low and to a, a very good shooting percentage to not a very good shooting percentage. That really caught my eyes. Yeah, I really want, hope that can change in the next season. Okay. And I think the reason why the the reason why his shooting a big reason why his shooting percentage was bad was I mean the Flames goal differential wasn't very good in the 20 in last year. He they had a um I don't I forgot what the goal differential was, but um I heard it on SportsNet that it was pretty bad and I really if if Calgary can get more shots and get a better sh um goal differential or shots differential, I think Johnny's shooting percentage could increase very well. Okay, um let I another thing I really hope can improve to the twenty from the twenty nineteen twenty se twenty twenty season is his points. He like I said, a career low fifty eight points and that's from a career high ninety nine points. It's not very good. Um if his shooting percentage can get up and he can just take more shots on the net and he and he finds good chemistry with his line. I think his points could increase pretty well. Okay, let's. I think that's all for the Goudreau section. Let's try moving on to their penalty kill. The Flames' penalty kill was in the last year was eighth, eighth in the league, was eighth in the league, tied with the Chicago Blackhawks at eighty point one. Percent, and a big part of that was probably Hamannick, who was he was the he had the most penalty minute. He was the most he w was when a if there's a penalty um, called and it was against the it was against the other team, then Hamannick would always be the guy guy to, that they would send up. He spent the most. He spent the most penalty minutes, by far, out of anyone. Which, but, but he did play along with Brody in the penalty, and Bro well, Brody was second, and Hamannick was first in penalty minutes, and Brody was second. Um, Brody and Hamannick were a big part of that penalty kill, and when since Brody signed a four-year, eighteen million dollar contract with the Leafs. That could affect um, the Flames' penalty kill, and I hope it, and I hope it doesn't. And even Hamannick could possibly be gone. But we got a other couple good defensemen like um, Nikita Nesterov and Christopher Tanov, and those guys. I really, if Hamannick and Brody do go, I really hope those two can still keep their penalty kill g good enough for them to keep the penalty kill good to next season. Um, another, let's talk a little more about Hamannick. Not only did the, he lead the Flames in ice penalty, penalty ice time, 
like shorthanded ice time at three minutes and seven seconds. But he also really not only did he lead the flame, it's not he wasn't really good in the penalty kill because of the how much time he spent on the on the penalty. He also was good just defensively in my opinion. I watched uh, most I've watched like I watched I think every single Flames game last year and of all out of all the penalties I saw the Flames take um Hamnick was pretty good with um was pretty good on the penalty kill. So um yeah, I really really hope if I really hope the Flames sign him again, so so he can keep going. And but if he is gone, if Brody and Hamannick are gone, not only will it be up to the two defensemen we got, but it will, might also be up to um the Markstrom. They might really have to rely on Markstrom because well he's a new goalie and he's a good goalie and if Nestrov and Tanev don't do what the what we expect them to do, then I think it's Markstrom's just gonna have to use his good goalie. Just gonna have to be good on the goalie because if he doesn't, then that means more goals. That, and what leads to goals is leads to winning, and what leads to winning is the other team and is us not getting points. And when we get not points, we don't make it to the playoffs. And so if they don't. Markstrom's gonna have to be a huge part. Markstrom's gonna have to be a huge part of that penalty kill. So let's see. Uh, what else do I got here? Okay, I think that's it for the Calgary Flames statistics. I think that's it for the Calgary episode two and Cal of the Calgary Flames statistics and. I will see you in the next episode.